Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 126 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? Hey, good morning. Hey. hey. I, uh, I, was, I was I was saying before we started, guys, that uh, you know I'm, I'm I got invited onto the Geekin' on WDW podcast. I'm going to go do that that show this week. Nice. So that should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, do a nice little trip report over there. There you go. So that's, yeah, so he did ours, and now I'm going to go do do his. So, and then yeah, once and you he's, guys he's take active a trip, in the group too. His too. Yeah, I, I noticed that he's, group, he's been so very active in our group. Win. Yeah, 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 which is always nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we and we started getting some uh, some some versions of the uh, the haunted uh, the haunted river country shirt. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully next week um, we should have the final stuff. Yeah, I, I think everybody's been enjoying the little pieces that you've been sharing in the Facebook group, Damon. So, yeah, I think it's, it came out yeah. came out good so far. I, I'm excited for that to come out. So, so you guys want to get right into questions, or yeah, let's, there, sure. uh, <laughs> let's start going. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. I mean, because you know, last podcast we went for like two hours. So then again, I mean, yeah. it was you know. <laughs> We have yeah, I mean that report in there. That was a long time, so <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah, the trip report was needed, but uh, yeah, I don't think we need to go two hours this time. <laughs> um, all right, I guess uh, I can ask the first one. Uh, so Dan says uh, a coworker of mine came to me asking about visiting Disney World. They've never been before, and we're looking for a recommendation for a hotel. Two adults and two girls, eight and four. Money isn't an issue. Where would you suggest? And he said, I told them to stick with a monorail resort. I mean, uh, well, I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know. That's tough, isn't it, Trevor? It, it, it is and it isn't. I mean, the, it's kind of, it's the obvious answer at, at the end of the day, because, um, honestly, I would say, you know, first pick would be contemporary slash Bay Lake Tower, because, you know, if you've got an eight and a four year old, uh, you, you don't want to be traveling very far and you will probably, they would probably spend a lot of their time at the magic kingdom at that age. I would think See, so. I mean, you got yeah. go Damon. Sorry. No, no. I was just saying, I mean, I, I could definitely understand. I mean, there is something to be said about the monorail in terms of it being showing up quicker. Right. And then being easier yeah. just to get on and off. Four is but tough, yeah. right? Four years old is tough. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I would go Animal Kingdom here, just oh, be, no, because dude. of the animals. Yeah, no, because you, of the animals. You're so far away from everything. That bus ride is yeah, terrible. But then you also have you also have the animals right outside your window. Like that's you know a huge thing for kids. Three. Okay, when you have a four and an eight year old, <laughs> I think it changes. Are a you little. trying to say four and eight year olds aren't into animals? <laughs> well, they are, but, but no, there's I'm a saying that bus ride is because, long. Yeah, yeah, it's, and, it's, yeah, yeah, I get that, but. And the thing you have to factor in is that, you know, the eight-year-old is not going to sit still and be like, oh, look at animals all day. The four-year-old is exactly. closer to that. So you, you need some, you need something in the middle. And, and unfortunately, like, I, I, I know what you're saying, Tom, is yeah, you know, Animal Kingdom is a great place to stay. For but, one kid, I feel like. Like, I, yeah, I think that's but, the differentiator. One kid is different than two. Two, I just don't yeah. think that bus ride is worth it, man. Yeah, because that's the thing is you got to think about 
um, commute time is a huge thing because, you know, when you've got sure. two kids that are wound up or, you know, they're crashing at the end of the day, you don't really want to be getting on a bus for 20 minutes or driving, you know, trying to get back mm -hmm. to your hotel. Um, that's why I said contemporary because that turns into if you're at Magic Kingdom, it's either, hey, you can wait for the monorail or if you really want to get back and assuming they have a stroller, you can just walk down the path and you're back home before, you know, everybody else is even to their cars. I agree. I, I think the other I thing just, with Animal Kingdom yeah, is you have that food, right? So you're talking about a four and an yeah. eight year old too. It's a little bit of a different food palette, and maybe they're well, they adventurous eaters. Though. They have kids, yeah, menus, though, but, that, that are not yeah, like you know, they're but, they're chicken nuggets and you know mac and cheese. But, but here's the they thing: still you have put, that. He, he he puts money isn't an issue. So I'm thinking that you know they're not going to necessarily want to do that sort of level of eating. You know, there there might be a little bit of a sure. higher level of eating involved. And you're just, again, unless they're really into that sort of food, that's tough there, too. I yeah. don't see the benefit. I really don't. I mean, the poly is just, is that is that monorail up still, a poly? No, the monorail station is closed at the moment. They're still reconstructing it. It's supposed but, to be yeah. back open by the summertime, though. So, it, it's still yeah. close enough to the, like, you can still walk to the TTC from there as well. I don't so, know if I'd want to do that with the young kids either, but again, I think if yeah. the... It, if the monorail's up, that would be my choice. Again, there's no date on this. It's this, when you put money isn't an issue, it, it changes the whole process of, of what you're thinking, right? Because to me, that sounds like they're, they're not going to be happy with chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. Yeah, it's it's more about, you know, the convenience and the the general impression, right? It's not, it's I, not about, yeah. I like... I like Animal Kingdom a lot, and I agree with what Tom's saying, but I don't think it's a first-trip hotel. Yeah. It's it's a great hotel, but it's yeah. not a first trip at that age in general. It's just too far away from stuff, right? It sets this precedent of like, wow, that bus ride's long. Like, even me, I get mad at that bus ride as an adult. I can't imagine yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and the trip to Magic Kingdom from there is the longest, right? So it, yeah. I don't think it's that bad of a bus ride to like Epcot or Hollywood Studios, but to Magic Kingdom, it does feel like it's it, the longest. Yeah, like, it's not a it's it's yeah. not a monorail, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I don't disagree with the monorail resort. I just like looking at the monorail resorts. It's like I'm not saying they're not as kid friendly there. They are obviously, Hobbies. but I feel like they're. Yeah. Polly's well, if you're going to stay in Pol Polynesian with a Moana room, like one of those new Moana yeah. rooms, that might yeah. be a good option, you know? That, and again, that, that's assuming that Polly is open by the time they're going, because that of the, course. Yeah. the DVC section is open, but the rest of it is still closed at the moment. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, those those new Moana rooms might be, like, if your kid's into Moana, that might be, like, a good option yeah. for you. And, and you know, the, that, uh, the location of that is great. I mean, Grand Floridian doesn't really have, like... All that much. I, I'm not gonna say it doesn't have much theming. Like, like it's not that like in your face Disney. Like, you know, there's there's some things like in the DVC area. There's it's like themed to like Mary Poppins, right? But like, it's not like a uh, you know those Moana rooms will be or like one of the All Stars or something like that. It's a little, it's a little more. Uh, I guess just upscale and not as themed to Disney. It's more of a just a nice hotel, you know. 
Yeah, when somebody says money isn't an issue, all stars and pop come off the table immediately. Yeah, they of course they do. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm not suggesting to stay at those. I'm just saying. <laughs> but but you know, in, in terms of yeah, if if you're talking about impressions for young kids as well, the Grand Floridian is actually. I, I know what you're saying is yeah, it's, it, it looks like a very nice hotel, but it does have some elements in it that you know it's definitely tuned towards. You know. Oh yeah entertaining and impressing the kids. And also if, you know, yeah. I know that it's not open yet, but they, they do have um, the, uh, the character dining there is, yeah. is pretty interesting because it has uh, it's, I believe it's a mix of princesses and then Alice in Wonderland. Cause you get like the Mad uh, yeah. Hatter and stuff there. Yeah. Right? They have like, they have like the little tea party thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say too, you know, right by the beach there, they have the, the, the kids pool area and their kids pool area is pretty cool. Like I, I kind of wanted to go over there and like hang out there. Cause it was like, you know, one of those ones where they have the giant bucket of water that fills and then like a bell rings and it pours the giant bucket of water. And there's like, you know, water cannons and slides and it just looks, it was pretty cool for a, for a kid's area you know it wasn't just like a, a slide in a little pool right yeah and and i think i think all the resorts actually have that now i know they the do, poly yeah. has something similar so yeah. yeah um yeah i mean really again i guess not knowing timing of when they're um when dan's co-workers going it's probably between I mean, my vote would be between the Grand Floridian and Contemporary. So, so Wilderness Lodge doesn't count for this one since it's not on the monorail. I mean, because I think that's again, a great resort too. But, but again, that boat ride is longer it's not that than bad. you think. Well, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. To, to I, I love to come back ride. when he's got two kids and they're four years, yeah. <laughs> and he's allowed to say that. <laughs> no, I'm, see, I'm, I'm just saying it's not that bad of a trip. You see kids there a lot. I mean, there's a lot of kids there. So. Uh-huh. And, 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 you know, the, the thing is, is I'm thinking of this because, you know, I, I have one kid myself, but my brother has, he actually has two girls. One is nine, one, six. So I'm seeing a lot of this is that it's not just a matter of, oh yeah, you know, it's easy. You know, we'll just travel here. You've got two different <laughs> kids, you know, fighting for different direction and stuff. So you have to. Well, yeah. And you, I think you, you, yeah. you're right, Trevor. When you're, they're four years apart, it, it lends a different sort of mindset. Then when, yeah. like I said, my boys are two years apart and, and they're barely two years apart. And it's a, like, you can do one thing, right? It's really easy to do one thing. But four years, again, it's that, that length of time does make it a lot different, especially at that age. I would say, you know, maybe not at 12 and 16, it's not so bad, right? Like you're kind of in that same sort of area, but eight and four is, is totally different. Yeah. There, I, I just think there's... Yeah, I just think that bus ride and the boat rides, you got to keep that to like 10 minutes or under. Yeah, if if you can, absolutely. That that changes the trip entirely, right? Like yeah. it, like you said, it, it goes from being, you know, oh god, we got to get on the bus and we got to, you know, you know, power through this to get back to the room versus hey, we're back at the room, you, you know, relaxed, right? Like Well, <laughs> and I think the other nice thing about it too is is that you know, when you think about some place like Animal Kingdom, if I need to go back with the four-year-old for whatever reason and take a nap and go back, right? It's just it being closer is again saving that time in terms of another two rides because you know there may be times in that trip where they're going to separate to take one back to the room or even maybe take both of them back to the room. You know, once or twice a day. Which again becomes a little bit difficult when you're that far away. I love Animal Kingdom in terms of, you know, besides the food, I like the theming. Again, it's just, it's far, man. Animal Kingdom, the park is far, 
I mean, that, that's annoying to me when I have to go there. Yeah. Like, man, this is far. So. <laughs> yeah, I get what you All right. All right. So, so Glenn here. So is Damon tired of asking the questions? I am 100% tired of asking all the questions. There's no doubt about that. Need more people <laughs> to ask questions on the group and uh, let me yeah. rest a little bit. Um, let's see. Should Tom be accompanied by some kind of official as a witness the next time he goes on Space Mountain? Let's say by a self-proclaimed ambassador or something. Would Damon believe it then? No, I don't I think, think if, so. <laughs> I, I think if Damon was on the ride with me, he wouldn't believe it. He'd think I hired no, I, like a I, stunt double to be. <laughs> I, 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 I would do it. I think I have to see it in person to believe it. Or if there was some sort of video, I think like we're right. We're not pulling a running man video. here, right? We can't like. I mean, I guess it would be difficult to start morphing Tom's face onto, you know, other people's body, but I mean, obviously possible, but I think I would believe a video. I think, and the thing is, I think if I was called to task on a ride, I would have made sure I got a video of myself. I mean, that would just, you know, make it. It's 7.30 in the morning. I wasn't thinking, I thought a photographic evidence would be enough, but. No, that's, in this day and age, that's not even close to to being enough. Did you, did you, I mean, I can't Photoshop that well. Like, did you see our first logo? Like, <laughs> I, I don't have hey, the abilities to Photoshop. Uh, there's a lot of people a on Fiverr. There's a lot of people oh, on Fiverr that can do a lot of work for $5. That's all I'm saying. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. have time to do yeah. things like that. <laughs> that's why you pay you people in Fiverr to do that. Yeah. I'd say, listen, I, I need to see it in person. And I want to know what the next ride is. So what's the next ride now that's on your list? Is it rock and roller coaster? Is I mean, it Tower I, of Terror? Or wait, I you go on Tower of Terror. I don't really I don't really have a list of, of rides that I wanted to wait, go what on. What rides I mean, haven't just, you gone on? Yeah, what what have you missed, I guess? So, so be, Tower I mean, of Terror. I mean obviously Space yeah, Mountain. Yeah, I, I don't do I don't do Splash Mountain because I don't like boat rides in general. Okay. Uh, oh, what? Mm. We've talked about this before. I just I know, don't I, so, I don't uh, I don't like boat rides, space, man. I just don't splash not, but you do Thunder. Yeah, I love Big Thunder. That's my favorite ride at Disney. That's yeah, that's we talked about. But that, but yeah. no no rock and roll. I don't like coaster, no tower. Wait, no yeah, rock and roll coaster. It, yeah. Wait, no rock and yeah, roll yeah, coaster. Yeah, yeah. No, either one of those. No, no tower of terror. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I we've talked about this before. I don't do well with the Wait, dropping. Slinky feeling. dog. That's I said Slinky. Dog? Yeah, I've done Slinky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we run that one. Um, so just the yeah. big boy rides. It's just those couple, yeah, really. Yeah, the big I mean, boy rides, okay. <laughs> the big boy rides. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I just, I, I, don't, I don't do well with that uh, that dropping feeling, you know, that's not, not a good thing. But there's me. a drop in Slinky you know, Dog. Like, well, that, it's, that one doesn't it's, not, it's not like a, a vertical pulling you down kind of drop, though. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. it's. I mean, it's 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 a bigger drop than I thought it would be, but it's not that bad. I mean, it's you know, it's fine. I I feel like I I would love. I, I know you don't like doing drops, but it would be the most hilarious thing to do, like a Facebook live stream of Tower on Terror. Tower, Tower Terror. Terror. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I you know we would have like a million listeners sh- after that. Yeah, I I should have gone live for the uh for for Space Mountain, but again, like I didn't think we were going in anytime soon. I mean, we were there at seven thirty. The park wasn't open yet. I just assumed we would be standing there for a little while, you know. Yeah, and things happen very quickly. One button on your phone, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you should have the you should have it out and ready all the time. No, I just (laughs) it's literally hitting one button though. But that's didn't even think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Next time, next time. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Next time. Um, but yeah, so listen, every, other people ask stuff in the group, you know, post topics in the group. T- Damon's tired of it. <laughs> to go back to the first question. <laughs> uh, so Casey is asking if I went in, into any stores at Disney World that offered mobile checkout. 
back in December in a makeshift mouse gear, and they had it, and it was awesome. I was curious to hear if Mobile Checkout has expanded any of the any other stores. So I, I had I, the only place I saw it was mouse gear as well was the was the makeshift makeshift mouse gear, uh, which I was actually really disappointed in the makeshift mouse gear. Um, it really. It had no Epcot stuff in it. I, I was looking for like an Epcot shirt with like the logos on it. You know, those the like the new logos they have for each of like the lands, yeah. and they they didn't have anything. There was like no Epcot gear in there, and I'm like, how is this mouse gear? Like, there should the be best Epcot gear, gear is Epcot gear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Epcot has the coolest stuff, and there was well, like nothing in there. It was really I, bummed. <laughs> I, I think the thing about the Epcot gear is is that it um it plays a little better in just being out like. I'm not saying that you're dressing up yeah. in a t-shirt ever, but there is something yeah, yeah. to be said about kind of coming through with an Epcot gear versus, you know, a goofy shirt if you're trying to keep it a, a little bit more um it it, it seems business a little, casual. Yeah. I think you could do I, business a little casual. more serious. <laughs> yeah. You could do business casual but, in an Epcot shirt. Yeah. I couldn't even find like anything with Epcot on it. You know, like nothing. There was just nothing. I, I don't know what why there was so little. Maybe it just wasn't in that store, but I don't know. When I think mouse gear, I think of that kind of stuff. Everything. And yeah, yeah it really, it really was kind of disappointing. But that being said, I did see that they were doing like mobile checkout, and I thought that was really cool. I, I thought there was a neat idea to be able you could like you, it's basically you scan it on your phone, and then you know they have a person waiting at the end just to check all your stuff, and that's that's really it. Um, we didn't do it because we bought like I think one thing in there, and there was no line, so we just figured we'd go up and do it um but yeah that is the thing I, I don't think that's been really talked about too much is that whole mobile mobile checkout thing and i, I don't know if they're going to offer it more places or not i have no idea but uh, i only saw it in mouse gear so I, I didn't see it anywhere else i feel like it would be tough to do in like um like the emporium for example like that would be tough to do there's just too many places you can come in and out of that store you know yeah yeah you i was know, gonna say i think it's it's one of those things that if if the store is laid out for it properly it's doable, but yeah, somewhere like the Emporium is just way too chaotic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. I mean, I don't know how they aren't constantly, I mean, I'm sure they are, but like that place seems like it'd be so easy to steal stuff if you really wanted to. Cause it's just, it's so big and just there's a mass of people around and, you know, nobody's really paying attention. It just feels like it'd be easy to do. Not More. that I would ever do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it just feels very, uh, you know, open and everything. So I, I think it works for mouse gear because it's one entrance in, one entrance out. Pretty easy, right? Uh, but, you know, that's probably not going to be how it is in the future when the new one opens. So I think the thing about the Emporium is that they, they have enough security going on there that, you know, even yeah. if you got outside of the Emporium and technically stole something, they probably wouldn't tackle you until you got outside of the front gates, which is the the bottleneck, well, right? Yeah, so. <laughs> and I, I also don't think people realize, too, like, Disney has, like, undercover people there walking around. They have scared cameras everywhere. Like, they see everything you're doing. Like, yeah. that's, that's why I thought it was funny when people were getting, like, there were some people that were upset about the whole facial recognition thing at the gates. It's like, Disney has sees your face from the second you walk you know, onto the property, basically, to everything you do in that park, outside of using the restrooms. Everything else, they see your face. So it's not, you know, it, it, even on the rides, obviously, because some of the rides, they have cameras where they have the screens where you can see yourself on the camera. So you know that you're constantly being recorded. You're constantly, your face is constantly being seen. Um, yeah, I was I was bummed I couldn't try the facial recognition thing. I really wanted to. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah, Dan wants. Do you want me to read Dan's, or you want? To yeah. Read? Uh, so yeah, Dan says, given the booming prices for resale, do you think we're in for a crash eventually? The resale prices for some resorts are creeping towards the Disney prices with their new incentives. Mm, 
I, I think to save this from becoming a massive discussion, I would keep it at um, not anytime soon. Yeah. Where like, I, I don't see any kind of crash anytime soon because with the way things are going right now with, you know, pandemic and all that, there's no reason for the market to stop because people want to go. Yeah. So, Yeah. I, I think uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a crash. I, I think prices could come down at some point, but I think it's going to be more like a gradual, like kind of like the gradual creeping up that's happening right now. I feel like it'll gradually creep down because I, I don't think the, the prices will crash. But then again, I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert in this, but I, yeah. I just don't see them like crashing at any point. But I mean, listen, it's a good time to sell your contract if you want to. I, I've been thinking of. Uh, I've been, you know, thinking a little bit about selling my one contract, the one that's the the not not the same use year as the other two. Um, you know, just because the prices are so good right now, and uh, I just I, I've been looking maybe to dump that contract. So I, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know if it's going to really crash though. It, it's it's interesting, and I did see too that Disney just upped a couple of the direct prices too. So. Obviously, there's demand for it, and when there's demand, it's the price you're going to keep going up, right? Yeah, so. like I said, it, it right now I don't see the demand going away anytime soon. So, well, and if you look at like <laughs> DVC resale market, they're saying basically they're they can't keep contract. I mean, they're they're selling fast uh, contracts faster than they can come in, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's uh it's a little 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 challenging. So yeah, all right, I, I, I stole I, this I, question from last week. So I I, I yeah, uh, this <laughs> this is a good one. So so Chris says. Uh, but seriously, which Disney princess or character do you find to be overrated from story to engagement perspective? Um, overrated. I I personally think Cinderella is overrated. Okay. Yeah, even though yeah. even though I know she has a whole castle in the park and everything, I just uh, <laughs> I, I don't like it. I don't like. I've never liked the the Cinderella story. Like I don't like watching the movie and. It just seems very, I don't know, it seems very boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never been like, I've never been a fan of Cinderella either. I, I, I hate to go the same way as you there, but like a lot of like the, maybe I just don't like the older ones as much. Like I'm not a huge like Snow White fan either. I'm just kind of like, all right, Snow White, cool. <laughs> like, you know, it's not something that I'm really interested that, you know, that's like my favorite or anything like that, so. Beauty and, and the Beast. Yeah, Beauty Ooh. and the Beast. You're going okay. after Belle. All right. Not a, not I, yeah, a I just I don't I don't love it. No, I just don't really love it. All right. You, I have you, to say I really love Michelle's uh question. Uh you know, I can't okay, so Michelle asked, what what's your favorite, least favorite personalized shirt you've seen someone wearing at Disney? I oh my gosh, I don't even remember. Like I'll, the, I'll say... Go ahead. Sorry. Trevor, go. I, I, I was, I was gonna, gonna, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Trevor. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Talk. I, go I, ahead I, I was just going to say the ones that I don't care for, the innuendo ones, to be honest with you. Like, you're still at yeah. Disney at the end of the day. I, I don't think I can particularly pick out one per se, but those are the ones I'm kind of like... Like, you're... you're, Yeah, it's a little much. So I, I would say I t- yeah. would not like those. And then ones that I like, I, I don't know if there's one that's ever, you know, really stood out. To me that I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I mean, until, you know, it's Haunted River Country, but then, you know, outside of that one. <laughs> I I feel like I, 
I th- feel like it's more that I've seen too many of the same ones. Like there's so few unoriginal ones anymore. Like it's like the most expensive day ever or like the dad wears the shirt that says just here to pay for everything or you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, there's there's like a, I saw so many of those on the last trip and I'm just like, like it's all the same shirt now. Like <laughs> you're going to do the custom shirts. Now I will say th- there was one that I saw uh, on, on the last trip where it said, um, it said Disney, you know, it's a Disney World family trip 2021. And then it said underneath it in like a little subtitle, the one where we had to wear masks. And I thought that one was kind of clever, like as a, as, a, as a different way, you know, to, to identify that trip. At least it was one that I hadn't seen. Um, but yeah, I also don't like, I always like thought the ones were stupid, like, uh, what was it? Uh, I went to the bathroom at Disney or whatever, like that yeah. one. I just, I was like, I don't even get why that's something that's not even funny. It's like, it's just, <laughs> and I, I like, you know, uh, humor like that in general, but like, that's just, it's just, it's not a funny joke. Like, it doesn't even make sense. I, um, I like the ones where like there's like 30 people all on like a family reunion one. Those are what I would say. If I was going to have to pick my favorite ones, then I'm yeah. going to go with those because I like that. That's just, is, that's nice that people are, you know what I mean? That people do a trip like that. So I can kind of respect with, that. Yeah, with like the whole family, and then they all. Quit you you got to have over ten and... people, though. Yeah, you got to have over ten people. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be that mob of like bright yellow shirts. That you <laughs> exactly. <see>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I did see some. Uh, I, I these weren't necessarily personalized, but like I realized that the shirts I saw, uh, I saw some Epcot shirts that had like all the logos on it, like I'm talking about, and so I kept looking for them around the parks and realized that those were actually custom shirts and not, you know, ones that people bought off of like, you know, Redbubble or, or off of Tee Public or whatever. They weren't ones that they were selling in the park. So, like, I like that kind of stuff when you take some of the, like, not necessarily the obscure Disney stuff, but like the more subtle stuff, you know? Yeah, it, it like you said, it, it, stuff that looks like it could be sold by Disney, but exactly. it's like they never did it. Yep. Yeah, I I I think I enjoy that kind of stuff, and and I agree with you, Damon, that the you know the the whole you know um, people wearing the the innuendo shirts or whatever. The problem I find is that you know people find one and they're like, oh, that's funny, and then you see like twenty people with it, and it's like, yeah, y- you almost question if they're actually selling the shirt. Like if Disney's selling the shirt, because there's so many people that think that they're being clever by wearing the shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, it's if like yeah. one person wears it, it's it's clever, right? If you if you have if you see it constantly, then like the most expensive day ever shirt was probably yeah. great the first time that someone saw it, and now half of Disney's wearing it, and it's like it's not funny or clever anymore. It's like it's overdone. It, it's just an yeah. eye roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like we get it. Disney's expensive. Ha ha. Funny, right? You know, like yeah, I, I get it. Uh, but I like some of that stuff though. Like before Disney started selling the ones with the uh, the monorail announcement. That was a great shirt that I would see every once in a while. Uh, but I think Disney started selling the. I know they sell a mug right now. Anyway, you know the the please stand mm-hmm. clear of the doors and then the Spanish portion of it, which I can't remember all the words to, so I don't want to butcher it. Yeah, but, I, I cannot pronounce it correctly either, so I'm yeah, gonna try. Yeah, but but um, saying, but you guys, you know what I'm talking about, like <laughs> yeah, and, and then there like I I actually had one for um uh the Matterhorn that was it was because Matterhorn has its own um Spanish spiel. And I had that on a shirt at one point too, which, you know, yeah, it, same thing is, you know, you, you didn't, you never found that stuff in the park for the longest time. And it's, it was nice yeah. having a, a unique shirt like that. But I, yeah. I, I saw one this last time I was there that had a, it had like a, the, the Jurassic Park, like T-Rex bones with a Mickey hat on, hat on and it said wrong park. 
And I thought that was kind of funny. Like that was at least something different. You know? Yeah. Um, trying to think. Uh, that sounds good. Yeah, that was that was a pretty good one. I was like, that's that's a good one. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of stepping outside of the you know, I guess getting a little meta about the theme parks is okay as long as it's not like, like I feel there's even a line to cross there as well that it gets to be a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I also noticed a lot of people too, like. I saw a family of four and it was like mom, dad, boy, girl, kid, and the mom and the girl were coordinated in their outfits and the the dad and the kid, the son were coordinated. And I was like, all right, that's kind of fun. (laughs) Like I wouldn't do that personally. I'm not like a fan of coordinating my outfits. And I think my wife would roll my roll her eyes at me if I said, Hey, we should coordinate our outfits one day. You know, like she would probably laugh at that. In fact, I don't think I wore anything Disney to the park this entire, that entire trip. (laughs) Hmm. Not on purpose. I just didn't. It just didn't come up in the wardrobe. But um, yeah, I didn't wear anything specifically Disney. I don't think. I was hoping to find an Epcot shirt so I could wear that. Yeah, but <laughs> my wife did buy like a really cool. Uh, the you know they're selling a lot of stuff with like the retro Walt Disney World lo- World logo. That's like it's yeah. like a yellow background and like it has like the you know the, it, yeah, it says the walt disney world but it's got like the yeah. um like that 70s yes font yeah. yeah yeah and they've been selling that stuff for a while but she bought like a like a cup the okay. metal uh, the big water, metal ones you know what i'm talking about bottle yeah. or just yeah water bottle i guess but i, I feel like there's a different <laughs> word for it that i can't think of anyway she bought one of those and it's pretty cool looking i i, I liked that but i was so mad because i was looking everywhere to buy something for myself and didn't really dig any of the stuff that they had right now and maybe it's just that they have like limited stuff but i don't know yeah, I, I I think that's part of the problem too. Is right now they are very much in between um, stuff because you know it's you know with with COVID they obviously have they've dialed back on having right a down, lot of stuff yeah. out, but then also you know they're ramping up for the fiftieth too. So that's true. Yeah, yeah there's so going to be a ton of fiftieth stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. Ton if it's of- anything like when I did the sixtieth at Disneyland, it'll be everywhere. So. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is not. I mean, it's not bad. Like we we talked about this before. Like it'd be cool to have that stuff if you went during the fiftieth. So. Yeah. All right. All right. You ready to talk about this? Last question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, do you want me to read or do you want? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so Katie asks, uh, uh, "Do you feel Disney is going too fast with the mass restrictions slash loosening? Um, I hope we'll all be fine, considering that children under twelve can't get vaccinated yet." in the u.s and it's a good portion of their customers i'm concerned that we will get halted due to an outbreak uh i'm going in june and we'll be in a, in a mask the entire time and uh all that can go maskless that's great for them so so she's saying yeah you know you know for those that can go without a mask it's gr- you know good that they're they're loosening it but um it seems like it's happening a little too fast so do do we want to dovetail this question into talking Just about the uh, the changes in policy? The changes, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, we can, we can talk about it. So so essentially, they've already increased capacity. Uh, so Disney's increased capacity. You know, here's the thing with this stuff, right? So CDC changed their guidelines, and then you know Disney's really been kind of following the CDC guidelines. And once they changed their guidelines, then Universal did, and then Disney did. So. Uh, not that I think that you that Walt Disney World was following Universal, but I I think they just take a little bit more time to do stuff. Um, but basically, they have already raised their theme park capacity, so they're allowing more park passes. Uh, they didn't say what the numbers at now, but they were at thirty five percent. So you know it's probably 
we could probably guess that they're going to be above 50% at this point. Um, but he actually said in terms of, uh, this was Bob Chapek said the other day, in terms of the parks, we're able to sort of raise our capacity limits. We already started to do that. Given the guidance that came out today from the CDC and earlier guidance we got from Florida, we've already started to increase capacity. So we're going we're gonna to see an immediate increase in the number of folks we're able to admit uh, into our parks through the reservation systems. Um, then they've also... And this was the recommendations too. Again, this is uh, from the CDC and from the the state. Um, they reduced the six foot uh, physical distancing. I, you know, the recommendation was three feet, but it kind of seems like they. I don't. They just kind of took away six feet. I think they just still want people to distance, but they're not putting a number on it anymore. It kind of seems like. And then, of course, the big news uh, came out. I guess a couple days ago now. Uh, once you guys are hearing this, is that. Disney World is no longer requiring people to wear face coverings outdoors, uh, and that started on the 15th of, uh, of May. Uh, or Universal made the similar change earlier. Um, now, so it's important to note. So basically, this is only just in outdoors areas, right? So if you're on transportation, if you're in any store, if you're in any restaurant, if you're in line on any ride, if you're on the ride, you still have to wear masks across the board. This is literally just if you're outside, uh, in outdoors areas, and then also in uh, by the pools. So that's really the 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 big change. And and uh, you know, see, I, I'm not that surprised by this, and I I, I just don't I, I don't know if I want to say it's too early or not because I I you know look at what the CDC came out with and and you know the the research that went into that and the science behind it, and I I don't you know, but but you're I just trusting, look at it that way. Yeah, but you're that you're is the problem, right? You're trusting people to be honest, right? Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's the, the biggest problem. problem. You're trusting I, people I saw, to be honest. And I saw that they started taking down the um, plexiglass too. Right, that was something I saw oh, today. Well, they're, they. You, God. Yeah, they're taking down some of the plexiglass. Yeah. Yeah. For for me, like I said, it's it's very difficult to want to trust other people that I don't know. I and here's the thing: six feet in general is pre-COVID sounds really good to me. Post-COVID sounds really good to me, right? Like, I like that just in general. I think that I've had issues at Disney during flu season where people were coughing in too close to me in general. Like, I I don't want to get the flu in general. You're paying so much money to be at Disney that it was kind of nice having a little bit of that distance. So, I mean, I I get what Katie's saying. Yeah, I'm probably going to you know, wear a mask myself. I mean, I have somebody under 12 that can't get vaccinated yet either. Hopefully by the time we go, she will be vaccinated. I have no problem with masks, me personally. So I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. I have super comfortable masks. I don't really want to get the flu. I don't want to get, you know, sick in general while I'm at Disney. So, you know, I've seen people prior to this, a lot of the, you know, overseas places, you know, people oh, come yeah. to visit from overseas that would wear masks pre-COVID anyway. So yeah, that's that's a, a lot of things. That's a thing in Asian countries, right? Where even if they're feeling sick or you know during certain times of the year, that they'll just wear masks anyway. Like that's a part of the culture there, right? That's that's something that they do. Anyway. I think this, so. Yeah, to your point. Yeah. So, so I mean, out outdoors. I mean, I get it. So again, like you know, it is what it is. But I, I still. I don't love it. Like I said, I wish there was some sort of six feet rule in general at Disney. (laughs) I got to deal with BO. I got to deal with, you know, sneezing, spit, BO in general, talking too loud, being inappropriate by, you know, and you're too close. So I have to overhear you. There's a lot that happens within those six feet. I I pay double to have that instituted. 
<laughs> I, I, I have to say one of the things I liked the most about this last trip was that people kind of, that you had some space. So you didn't have people breathing down your neck all the time. Although there were still people that, you know, could not fathom the, the concept of the line and, and to stay behind the line that's in front of them. But, you know, it, it's, you're, you're always going to have that. And, and of course we also had cheerleaders behind us that every five minutes would just, you know, yell woo for no reason and start doing a cheer, which is, you know, but anyway, yeah, listen, I, I know, but I, I understand what you guys are saying. Like, and I, you're the problem with the whole thing, right? It's just trusting people to do the right thing. But I guess the idea of making it optional. So if you still want to wear one, you can, that's, you know, that's, that's at least partial protection for you. Right. I mean, it's, it's absolutely not the full thing I, that you'd have. Yeah. I, I think that the, the mass policy I, I can kind of get on board with. It's the distancing policy that I'm not in love with. But I think, like I said, some of that may be just in general. Not even a pre-COVID, sure. you know, that could be a pre-COVID thing I would have liked, you know, it doesn't necessarily personal have to be space thing. <laughs> you just yeah. personal space thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Because again, we, you know, when, when we were down there, gosh, was it, it must have been before we were going to go on a cruise, right? So you're talking, you know, you got like 15 grand invested in a cruise, especially a seven day Disney cruise. So, you know, we get down there and we're going to, you know, go do something prior to the cruise. And it's like, yeah, nobody gets sick. Like no one get a cold, no one get the flu, no one get strep, no one get anything. Like well, it's fifteen grand to be on this boat. I feel like that's the thing with Disney. Like I don't want to be any sort of sick when I'm there. So that's well, why, like I said, for me, I take that distance all the it. time. That'd be great. When I've told the story on the show before of the person that sneezed directly in my face and yeah, like yeah, like and and I got majorly sick the next day where I actually like crazy. fainted, like yeah, I got so sick and so like that kind of stuff happens, right? But like Damon, I, you didn't you weren't here for the trip report, so I I got uh, we were leaving on Wednesday. We got, my wife and I got a stomach bug from my daughter and were horrifically sick, <laughs> like well, so well, how bad. Did she even sick. get it though? Do you think she got it prior to leaving? Because there is stomach bug uh, yeah, in, no, in she, North Carolina. She definitely got it at daycare. She she got it from okay. a, another kid at daycare. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, so, so you took it down. Like, so you it, were those people. Yeah. So, well, no, I didn't take it down. It was a 24-hour bug. We were fine the next day. Like, we were totally fine the next day. Oh, um, you, you had it, it prior to going to Yeah, death. it was just before yeah, we left. Yeah, exactly. Okay, just before you. we left. But it was Monday, and my wife and I were feeling so sick that she looked mm-hmm. at me at one point. She's like, are we going to cancel this thing? I'm like... I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not, I don't want to cancel this trip just because we have a stomach bug. I'm like, if it lasts, you know, for we still had Tuesday before we were leaving on Wednesday. So I was like, if we still yeah. feel bad on Tuesday, like, we still got two days to get over this. Let's, you know, I can deal with it driving, you know, if we start to feel better. But we got, it was one of those 24 hour bugs. But to your point, like, that's how it is, right? You're like, don't, no one gets sick. And then on my last, you know, my trip before this, my sister got strep throat, but it stinks. Like you don't want to get sick before these, before these things. Yeah. You you I just agree. mentioned cruising, by the way, Damon, and I forgot to put anything about the wish on here, and I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about. Did you see the the that uh that thing for the wish the uh the the new the room, room like the oh my god that that yeah, one it, room the the suite or whatever that you're never going to get and costs a crazy amount of money. <laughs> of course, like to me, that's just like. A fantasy, so there's no point, right? There, there, what's the discussion on it? I'll never be in there. I'll never use it. I'll never yeah. see it. It's yeah. not even a reality. So it's <laughs> like it doesn't exist to me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I mean, that I'm, was I'm topic. We're, yeah. No, that's fine because I'm kind of bent that there's no seven day wish cruises, and I get it's a new boat and all that. But to me, that's the most annoying thing because I, you know, there's from cruising standpoint, a three day cruise. There's literally no time on a three day cruise where you're not getting into it. 
or upset because you're leaving it, right? There's there's no yeah. little window. Even a four day is the same. Maybe there's like a half an hour on the you know second night that you're like, oh man, we still have a little bit of time left. That's why the seven day is so good because you have at least two to three days in the middle where you're like, ah, this is nice. I think that happens even with Disney vacations. But yeah, yeah, I- I'm a little upset because I want to do the wish. I'm sure we're gonna end up doing the wish, and I'm just like. Mm, three to four days is not going to be enough. So that I think that was the only thing I was a little disappointed in, in terms of uh, the, the wish itself. And again, this is not in my hands. I, you know, I told our friends to just book it. I'll pay, just book, you know, obviously for myself only, right? So just book me and I'll pay and I'll take over the, you know, the payments for it. So I have no idea what's going to happen. I think that's going to be like a next week yeah. thing. All of a sudden oh, yeah, I'm going to have, okay, yeah. You're going to have a reservation on the wish all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a reservation yeah. on the wish for a day I didn't pick, for a room I didn't pick, and I just got to, you know, spend the, you know, 12000 or $13,000 for it. But it is uh, what it so, is. So Sorry to go to that, but uh, is there anything else we want to talk about with these COVID updates? I mean, so no, the, I don't think so. Go the last comment I want to make is that, you know, I, I think there was too many things done too quickly. Like if they okay. had just yeah. done the masks and left the six feet... I think that would have been better or, you know, vice versa if they wanted to, you know, you know, go to three feet and then keep the masks. But just like, like full letting everything go like this, it's, it's inviting chaos, I think. And it's inviting. Yeah. yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it at all. I I get it. (laughs) It's interesting though. Like here in North Carolina, for example, they've like basically rescinded all the mask mandates for the state. Right. So like you don't have to wear them indoors even anymore. And I, we decided, I decided to go to a restaurant for the first time, uh, since last year, you know, since, uh, early last year, uh, I decided to go to a, to go ha- get some brunch yesterday with, you know, with my wife and daughter. And one thing that we noticed in the restaurant was that everybody was still wearing masks. Like, even though they, they took, took away the mask mandates, everyone was still wearing them. There, you know, there were a couple of people here and there not wearing them, but everyone was still doing it. I, I think, I think, you know, at least it's, you can still wear it if you want to, right? So like, you can still, it's optional for you if you feel well, more yeah, comfortable I mean, wearing the mask than wear it, right? It, it was optional before all of this. And I mean, it's not like they're going to go well, to like, no, you know, I mean, no it was, mask it wasn't, permitted. It wasn't right? optional at Disney World. I mean, it wasn't optional at Disney World. Yeah. If, no, I, mean, I know what we you're were, saying. <laughs> we were walking around the boardwalk and there was a group behind us at one point or that walked by us. And, and you know, we were just outside and there was nobody around, literally nobody. And these, it was a group of four and then none of them were wearing masks. And, you know, a Disney employee just came up and told them they had to wear masks. And so like, it wasn't, it wasn't optional before, right. To, to wear them outside now it is. And so, you know, you can still wear it if you feel comfortable. Um, but yeah, I, I understand the concerns around it too. I just, I just look at it from the point of view of like, you know, I, I don't feel like the, the CDC made these changes just, you know, based on nothing. You know, it, you know, things are getting better with the vaccinations and all that stuff. And I, I, I feel confident in that piece of it. But I, I do hope that, you know, nothing negative comes out of it, of course. Um, but, you know, it's it's definitely I, I've, if, I feel a lot more confident going to, into these situations being vaccinated and, and such. So, yeah. Uh, and, and I, I guess the hard part for me is from my own personal lens, like up in Canada, honestly, it's not going great. Like we, yeah, we yeah. actually had a spike and we've gone back into lockdown. So, you know, hearing them relaxing things at Disney, just from where I'm standing, it's very hard to say, yeah, this sure. seems like a good idea because we're not even at a point where like all businesses are at 10% capacity here right now. So it's hard to envision that. Yeah, I get that. It. That yeah, you know, if I went to Disney right now, it'd be like, oh, you know, everything's fine. It just doesn't 
feel right to me i guess is that's the i get what you're part, saying right yeah so, yeah i yeah. no, i totally get what you're saying because there's these huge spikes in a lot of places right you know there's uh, yeah. around the world and and uh you know but things here are getting a lot better you know the 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 positive uh, rates are going down the the deaths are going down the hospitalizations are going down so it, it's you know, it, it all feels like things are, are starting to get back to normal. And this was like one of those next steps there. So I, you know, I, I'll be honest, it was not the most fun to be there in the summertime with a mask on. I, I didn't love that. And that probably contributed to how tired we ended up being during the day. Uh, just because, you know, you just get all sweaty on your face and everything. And I mean, th- this uh, wasn't even summer, though, right? Like it was still I, spring it was weather. it was mid 90s, though. I mean, it was it was but hot. that's yeah. but that's still spring in Florida. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I know. But I mean, yeah. even like when we've gone in July before, it usually doesn't get too much higher than like 94, 95. I mean, that's usually about what it is. So it was it was a little hot for for May, I think, even so. um but yeah, it was, you know, it wasn't great. It was, it wasn't the most fun. I, and I, I would like to, as someone who's vaccinated, be, I'd be happy to have to walk around there with a mask off. Uh, now with, you know, it's a little bit different, obviously, for my daughter, who's three, who both A, won't wear a mask. I mean, she'll wear it for short periods of time, but not for a long time. Um, and, you know, B can't get vaccinated at this point. That's, that's a different story, right? Yeah. So. I don't yeah, know. I th- we'll, I, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, I, th- I think for a long time here, there's going to be a lot of, you know, people have to make their own personal decisions yeah. as to whether or not it makes sense to go and not, you know, I guess not put the expectation necessarily on Disney because, you know, Disney's very clearly said, you know, they just want to open back up and, of course. you know, they want to go back to normal. Understandably, everybody does. But, you know, you have to look at it from a lens of does this make sense for you? Right. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. And I, I listen, I like I said, I think Disney has been I mean, they're doing the same thing Universal's doing, which is following the guidelines given by the CDC and given by the state, right? So and they followed those very cl- I mean, I I felt extraordinarily safe there. Everything was very well handled there. Um, you know, so I, I, I do feel like they've been following very closely and I feel like they are trying to do this carefully. I think they're trying to do it based on the guidelines, but obviously they are eager to open back up completely and you know, I mean, just just what a couple days ago they had their uh, quarterly investor call and and the parks uh, lost a billion dollars last quarter a billion dollars with a B that's a lot of money mm-hmm. <laughs> you know even for Disney to lose a billion dollars so and that's with the parks open so of course they're going to be anxious to you know open things things back up uh, and also for you know a lot of these rides and I don't think I really mentioned this during my trip report a lot of the rides they were you know loading every other row. Or, you know, if you were uh, one of the reasons I think Philhar Magic was the longest wait for us was that they were only filling, they had it in like sections of four seats. So they had like four seats and then blocked off a couple seats. And then they have four seats and blocked off. So the theater didn't hold that many people like, like it usually does, you know? So the capacity was much lower, makes the line much longer. And that's the case on a lot of this stuff. Like even People Mover had a long line because they were putting like, two parties per train right so it, it was it was really like very few people were, were on each train so and now they're kind of relaxing some of that but um you know i i i think i understand why people are like wow this is really fast and really kind of scary but i i i get it you know because we've been kind of living in this world for a long time now and uh it, it's it's a little scary but i you know uh, if you look at like a lot of the things that the the cdc went through to make this decision it it makes you feel a little bit better about it just because you know a lot of the science backs this up so uh backs this idea up. so but like like you said you have to count on people being honest <laughs> about <Yeah>. being vaccinated <laughs> and that's the problem is that people will not be honest about it and will uh just you know be 
do whatever they want. So, and it's, it's a tough spot, but I, again, I don't, I also don't think they would have kept them in place with universal taking them out. Like there's no way if universal, mm. like they, they wouldn't have let universal not have that. And then them continue to do it. I just don't think they would have done it. You know, I, I, I don't think it's fair to assume that they're looking at universal and saying, well, if they're doing this. No, but I, I think this. like that's no, no, Disney I doesn't care. Like, no, they, no, I know they don't yeah. care. I'm just saying like, they don't, I don't think they want to be the park that's being more restrictive and, then people go, oh well, I'm just going to go to Universal End because you know, I don't know. I just well, don't. See, I don't see them wanting that yeah. kind of distinction. You know what I mean? Yeah, I. I, I, I think don't disagree they, with you though. Yeah. I don't think they really care what they do. Yeah, I, I think Disney. You know, they're definitely looking at. You know, they they don't want to be the place where another outbreak starts. That's also sure. true too. Yeah, that's um, true. which yeah is why they're you know they have been slower on it. But you, you know, I get it. I I get that. You know, they've had a lot of you know, reasoning and everything to, you know, there, there's a balance between the safety and keeping the business running. And I get that. Um, like I said, I, I think this all comes down to, we all have our own personal feelings on this and, you know, it, it, it has to come from, you know, as, as an individual, I, th- I think a lot of us right now are looking at going, you know, I'm not okay with this. And that's just where it has to, to stop is, you know, you know, Disney can do what they want because it's their business and there's going to be lots of people that are going to go because, you know, they, you know, they're either vaccinated or they didn't, you know, they don't, I don't want to say they don't care, but they, you know, they just don't see it as, you know, as big of a priority as what some of us do. And, you know, you just have to kind of let that go. Right. Is, you know, for, for me, it's like, you know, they're doing all this stuff now. Uh, my trip, my next trip's not until February. So I know a lot is going to change between now and then. And, and, you know, by then it could be that this whole thing is, you know, pretty much a non-issue. So hopefully let's hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's the hope is, yeah. you know, by the time, by the time, you know, I'm even thinking of actually setting foot in the park, it'll be at a point where, you know, all this stuff is in the past. And we were talking, you remember when they did this? Like, yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> so, forget about it pretty quick. Yeah. You can forget about this stuff so quickly. You just, exactly. you know, we'll, we'll move on and be like, oh yeah, this, that happened. But now we're back to normal. And I mean, I, it's interesting with this conversation though. Like I think Disney now is going to move. I don't want to say that quickly. Cause I don't think Disney does anything all that quickly, but I do think some of the things are going to start coming back now, right? So like yeah. some of the shows are going to start coming back that were gone before. There's a, you know, already a rumor out there that the laugh floor is coming back cuz they started, you know, they uncovered the uh the poster for it and they started clearing clearing up the line. So, you know, that's probably only a, a matter of time before that comes back. And I I wouldn't be shocked if fireworks come back pretty soon here, especially for the summertime. I mean, you know, once they get into the summertime, I'm I'm thinking Disney's going to want to have that stuff back and and have the higher capacity. I, I just I, you know I I think fireworks won't come back until the three foot rule is gone. You think because, so? Yeah, yeah, because because again, how do you you know if you're having a fireworks show, everyone's crowded into the hub. No matter yeah, you know sure. no matter what you do, people are shoulder to shoulder. They're you know way too close to one another. You can't manage that like even at three feet you can't manage that that's true so yeah well, and- i mean i think they could bring firebacks uh, fireworks back at like epcot right like because around the world showcase is so much space right i think it's way worse than uh, magic kingdom it's, it's a lot harder to manage a magic kingdom to me yeah it, but even even around world showcase it, like i i don't know about you but like uh, trying to find a spot sometimes 
again, people get right up against the, the, uh, the railing and they all crowd it. Like no matter anytime you talk about fireworks or any kind of spectacle, people instantly forget social distancing. That's true. Like, you know, that's why they don't have stage shows or, or anything like that. And that's why, you know, they haven't, they haven't announced cavalcades is because, you know, the the second that you say, "Hey, we're going to do this at two o'clock," you've instantly got a cl- crowd forming a at crowd two o'clock. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll have to see what happens. I just think some of this stuff is going to start coming back. Um, you know. I agree. I and you know, I think it's you know, you know, it's it's good that we're finally back on the right track. Like it definitely more and more as this news comes out, it's it's starting to feel more like the pre COVID Disney. Yeah, yeah. I guess like, like that's what I'm seeing from, you know, watching vlogs and stuff like that is yeah. that, you know, it is, it is definitely getting back to normal. It's just, you know, part of it too, is you have to find your own comfort level with it. Right. And, sure. and, and back to, you know, the point earlier about, you know, Damon's wearing masks, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I will like, I, I've already said to my wife, you know, when I'm planning to travel now, I, you know, I don't care who's looking at me weird i'm wearing a mask like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be those people on the plane that you know i'm wearing a mask because you know i don't want to get sick and i would like to do everything i can to try and minimize that and yeah i i don't care anymore if there's a a um there used to be kind of a social stigma around it it wasn't like it wasn't that people like looked down you but it was like what are you a germaphobe was yeah, kind yeah, of the attitude yeah. or are you sick stay away from me like yeah you know? well but yeah. but now it's just like i don't care anymore it's just you know i'm doing this yeah, to sure. protect myself and my family and that's as far as this is going to go now yeah so. no and I, I think that'll be fine like i don't mind wearing a mask too i i always do you know whenever we have to wear them i mean i i i'm not gonna lie though it, it would have been nice not to have to wear one more at disney and being fully vaccinated at that point i would have felt comfortable doing that but um you know I, I get it too. I mean, I understand, yeah. you know, the, the whole idea there too. So, uh, so we probably should do our ad. We're like, yeah, we really <laughs> pretty far in here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> our ad this week is for DVC rental store. The DVC rental store, a world of DVC company offers magical vacations at incredible value. Save up to 60% off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. DVC rental store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC rental store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to DVCRentalStore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. And of course, when you call them, let, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. So now that we've had this real long conversation about uh <laughs> about this stuff, I listen. I, I hope we didn't upset anybody in this conversation. We we understand like you know everyone's got their personal opinions on this, and you know I was saying to you guys before we started the show that's I'm I'm actually really proud of our group that it has not devolved into you know a mess because Name I've seen some and- yeah. yeah. Some of these you know, Disney groups are are in bad shape right now, man. Like after they made that announcement, it was like all out war in some of these groups, and ours kept it civil. And I appreciate that. Yeah, it, and and that's exactly it. And that that's, goes back to what I was saying. You know, everyone has their own personal take and personal choice on this, and I, I think we can leave it at that. Like yeah. it, it, you know, we obviously have our own opinions on the show, but 
you know, that doesn't invalidate anything that you guys are thinking about this. <laughs> yeah, like, I think yeah. you should be able to, you know, as far as as far as this goes, you know, if if you want to continue wearing a mask when it's optional, then continue wearing a mask. Like, it's I think that's fine. Like, in some of the pictures I've seen, a lot of people are still wearing them. And that's cool. I mean, and they're still like, you know, you still have to have one because you got to wear them within the ride queues and on the ride. So yeah, and any, anywhere else you want to go. So you still have to have one. But, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I look at from, you know, that I, I don't know. We, we've been over this. Let's go over to do Yeah. Let, <laughs> we, I, I don't think we can say much more on this. Let's, uh, yeah, let's get yeah. to some actual DVC news, which. <laughs> this I, is kind of funny. <laughs> it, it's funny. And I'm sad that I never got notified of this because that would have been nice. So, so DVC is issuing a tax credit to some resale buyers. Um, yeah. So, so f- people that purchase between 2014 and 2019. Which I would be one of those people. <laughs> well, so because <laughs> I, I bought got a, 2019. Don't get that excited about it, Trevor. I yeah, got I two emails, and uh, my credit uh, is 59 cents for each one. So oh. <laughs> it's, I was thinking, it's, like, woohoo, you know, maybe I'll get, you know, even like 50 bucks or something, but no. Okay. Never I, you know, <laughs> I, my, both of mine were 59 cents, and I'm going to assume because both of them were Animal Kingdom that that's why. Uh, but I also noticed other people posting, and I saw some people it was like fifteen dollars, or I didn't see anybody over fifty. I'll say that. All right. Uh, so it was a very small amount, but basically they they over uh, I guess they overestimated what the property taxes were going to be, and then they ended up being lower, and so then they give us um a, you know they give us everything back. So well you know they give us a credit back for excess. Yeah, and and just so it's clear, it wasn't like you were getting a check. It's just that credits towards your next year's dues. So it means you're paying a little bit less for your dues, which yeah. again, you know, that, you know, I'll take that. Sure. <laughs> There's, you know, you know, even money I don't have to pay later is still money in my pocket. <laughs> I'm really excited about my 59 cents. That's what a dollar 18 that I'm getting back. Woo. You can, can, yeah. I was, can you even <laughs> buy like a coffee at McDonald's for that much or no, no, mm. I don't think so. I mean, you certainly can't buy anything on Disney property for that much. I mean, it's, I'm trying to think of anything you could buy. That's a dollar at yeah. Disney. What could, I mean, nothing. If, There's nothing. Yeah. If, if somebody can find something that costs a dollar at Disney, post it in the group. Oh man, that's a, that's a fun <laughs> that, challenge that, right that's there. That's a challenge. I, I want, I'm challenging the group right now. Find me something at Disney parks that costs a dollar. It's a dollar. Yeah. Not possible. Just, it's not possible. I, I, no, I, I think that, I think there might be some stuff by the tills mm. that it, co- that, I mean, it's even, it even costs more than a dollar to do a press penny at this point, right? Uh, yeah, are they? I thought. I think they're a couple dollars. Aren't well, no, you can, you I, can I still get the fifty-one. No, because you can still do some of the crank ones. There's still a couple crank ones left. So, but okay, excluding press pennies because that's kind of its that's own. The, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's its own thing. I'm talking about like something, something that you would have to go and like pay for at a till. Yeah. Like, find something that's a dollar. <laughs> I don't think we can also. I don't think you can count like add-ons at at uh, quick service restaurants either. Like. You know, a dollar to add on like a, a thing of like the uh, nacho cheese that comes out of the uh, the little machine. No, I, like you know, like I don't no, think I, that. Counts I want either. something. I want something that like you you like. Again, I, I want. I, I don't want to be like restaurant or because again, you know that you can get yeah, into yeah. weird like games yeah. with that. I want it to be something that you could find in like the Emporium or at yeah. a at a resort. Like you know, you know they have the. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? 
Oh, I'm totally blanking now. But like where you can get all your like um uh like you know how all the resorts like they sell various um stuff like you know microwavable stuff all that oh, kind yeah, of stuff yeah, that yeah, you would yeah, find yeah, sure. it like for like DVC rooms. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be something somewhere that costs, costs a, dollar. a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I like the scavenger hunt idea. It's, yeah. a, it's a good contest idea. Uh, if you find it and post it on the Facebook group, I'll we'll send you a pin or something. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there you go. Done. <laughs> Done. I don't have any more hats to send, so yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> so I can't send you a hat because we don't have hats at the moment. We'll get more hats someday, but um, yeah, you know, maybe even a haunted mansion shirt. We'll see. Well, I'm not on a haunted mansion. Haunted River Country. Wow, I'm just so used to saying haunted mansion. A haunted River Country shirt. Yeah, we'll I was gonna say what's. I mean, haunted mansion's cool, but why would we send? No, no, that haunted, one? haunted, haunted River, River Country yeah. shirt. Haunted, <laughs> totally, haunted River Country. Totally different places. <laughs> Where Trevor and I are gonna look like ourselves in ghost form, and Damon is some random entity that he decided yeah. to be. So. <laughs> Uh, I I like how we look on the, how you and I look on the shirts. I, yeah, I, I, it's, I think you I'm, look cool. I, I'm excited to see the finals. We've been yeah, it's it, it's been cool watching this all kind of evolve <laughs> from from the initial idea, like we, from the idea to the sketch. And I mean, we've yeah. been talking about this for years and years and years. So it's like, I mean, I don't even remember. I I don't remember what episode this it came up in the first place. But it's been a couple years that we've been talking about making a shirt out of this. So. Yeah, but yeah, just how it like it all kind of started. Like we, I think yeah. we started having a conversation, and then you know a couple of pictures and concepts, and then all of a sudden it was like we're doing it. <laughs> yep, pretty much, yeah. pretty much how it went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we should. Yeah, we we kind of went off topic here with the DVC news, but yeah, th- this DVC news prompted. Yeah, you know, go find go a find, dollar. Find, find me it. something that costs a dollar at Disney. I'll, I'll even I'll take ninety nine cents too. If you can find something ninety nine cents, I think well, that qualifies as well. A, any anything up to a dollar, I think is fair. Like it doesn't anything, have to be exactly okay, yeah. like you know. I I don't want to be that like that would be almost impossible. I think. Yeah. But you know anything up to a dollar. Well, because most of the time, the thing that would cost a dollar is usually priced as ninety nine cents, right? So yeah. it's it, so let's go with ninety nine cents or anything below, right? And 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 you know I'm not gonna start going on about tax and anything either yeah but uh, forget taxes this is this is the retail price and 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 again i want it to i want to be something that like not uh, not like a vending machine or something like that it has to be like something that you can pick up and take to the till and buy for a dollar i feel like this is an impossible task and i love it i really i really like i I, want to see what what comes of it i want to see if anybody actually finds something because i'll be impressed yeah i'll be impressed yeah I may we may widen the scope later if uh, if nothing comes of if this. nobody can find it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so yeah. anyway. I, I I have I have this story about and I think this is kind of interesting that uh, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser will include signature service services so a white glove concierge um, so they're they're now casting for cast members for signature services so you know I look at this and I go okay you're gonna be paying a, a whole lot of money for this. So I feel like it's probably a good idea to have like white glove service for somebody to, you know, like bring you whatever you need. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and especially, you know, if you are staying at Disney, there, there will always be a scenario where, you know, somebody plans to go on the star cruiser, but then they're like, Oh, you know, I want, you know, something that you can only get at Epcot. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I, I feel like this could, how far could you push that? What like, like of stuff that they could do for you? Yeah, like uh, I. Well, you know, it, as you're saying this, I'm just thinking to myself, like, 
I think it would be kind of cool. You know, it would make it more worth it and cost Disney like nothing if they decided, okay, so I'm sure, and I'm sure they're going to do this. I'm sure they're going to have like vacation packages where you can bundle this into something else and then say maybe you spend all this money on the Star Wars thing, but then they give you, you know, six free fast passes along with it or something. And then that concierge service helps you schedule them and that it's, you can get anyone you want. It's not like a restricted by if it's available or not. Now, given when fast pass comes back, I don't think it's going to be the same as it was before. I, I think they'll probably move to like a paid service or something or something like max pass, but you know, they can throw in stuff like that to make it more worth it. That really costs them nothing. Right. Yeah. That's, I'm and, just thinking about that. Yeah. And, and it like, yeah, th- this is, it, it seems like a really cool idea as part of a larger trip. I like, I, I guess then, yeah, my, my question would be, you know, would this be something that, um, like if you could get it beyond the star cruiser. Yeah. It seems like it's just going to be in the star cruiser. Yeah. Though. And uh, I, I, I done this before, by the way, I did this for my, my honeymoon. We had concierge service. Okay. So, so, so how did that work yeah. then? Like when like, you say club level, you have this, right? So like if you do club level, you, you get access to this. Right. And so really what it was at the time was, and this was, you know, quite a while ago now, but, at the time, we had an email address, and so I emailed them basically like, hey, we want to eat here, here, and here. We want to do a carriage ride. We want to do you know, this stuff. Can you book it for me? And they went and just booked everything for me, basically. So it, it's not great if you're the type of person that like likes to control all that stuff, too, because... like. You know, they're doing it for you and, and they can be scheduled at any time. And, and given that was the one place that our vacation actually got screwed up is the concierge made a mistake. But for them, but again, they made up for it like, you know, really well. But it, it was nice, a nice service to have where I could just say, these are all the things I want to do. And they took care of setting everything up for me, you know? Right. But, and, and again, you know, you know, that, that's, that's where I was saying, you know, that, that makes sense outside of the Star Cruiser. But um, this is like, you know, they say, you know, the service can help with anything like like from tickets, dining reservations, recreation and more. But it's like, well, if you're on the Star Cruiser, why? Like you've already you're already kind of doing that. So why do you need concierge? Or is it like you, you as you're on the Star Cruiser, you're booking all this stuff for when you get off the the Star Cruiser? Like, yeah, do you, I don't do you see know. what I'm saying? That it, it kind of feels, yeah, it feels a little weird to stuff. me. Yeah. Maybe they can do that stuff though. Like maybe you'd be like, hey, so the first two days of my vacation are here, but then you know we're moving over to Boardwalk, and then from there, like maybe they'll do all that stuff for you. They'll plan the whole vacation, you know, if if you want them to. Uh, I, I don't know. Right. It'll be interesting to see what this actually looks like, but I do think it's a smart move by them because it's something they can advertise, you know, be like, Hey, we know this costs a lot, but you also get concierge service. Like, you know, <laughs> like, which this does cost them stuff, right? This costs them. They have to pay an employee to do this guy. Kind of, well, and many employees, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of them, but, um, you know, it, I, I do think that they'll be able to like book stuff outside of that. So that's just hmm. my guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how I mean the Star Cruiser itself like I I need to see how that's going to work first and then like the having an extra thing like this on top of it is like well 
yeah, you know, yeah, I know what you're saying, but I, I, part of it too, you're you're also you know part of the story you're on. The Star Cruiser itself is a luxury space liner, right? So this kind right. of falls so, falls in with it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess if you've got yeah, yeah, you know, you can call and get whatever you want. Which I, I mean, to to me, that says like if if you don't like you know particular food or something that they're offering on the Star Cruiser, I mean, you could have stuff brought in from elsewhere in the parks right yeah is this like butler service is this is that what this is like or is it more of the concierge service that we had have a club level where it's like they schedule stuff for you they book stuff or is it you know or is it like the the butler kind of service i i don't know um it seems like it's probably more of the uh you know more of like the the concierge type thing but i don't know i get i think we'll have to we'll have to wait and see right yeah exactly it's yeah interesting but i mean i'm already going to be spending a lot of money to stay here as it is i i don't know if i would be paying extra for concierge well i i i think there i'm guessing you're not gonna have to pay extra i think it's just gonna be included like really you don't you don't think they'll have different levels of uh like the the standard and the the club level Star I'm going to say no, because I, I, I really? think you're paying so much for this regardless of what level you're staying at. Like, regardless of what room you're staying at, you're paying a crazy amount of money to stay there, right? So, like... But we don't know that yet, though. I wonder if... Well, we're I guessing. If we're, we're just guessing. Tiered, yeah, we're right? guessing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, but I, I think it's just going to be for everybody. I, that's just what my guess is going to be. I think, like, the whole hotel is going to be club level, because it's there's not that many rooms in that hotel. It's pretty... It's decently small. Um, You know, so I, I don't know. We're going to have to see. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm leaning. I wouldn't pay tiered. extra for it either though. Trevor. Yeah. I would not pay extra for it. You're right. Yeah. That, that's the thing is if, if this was an, an additional thing on top of already paying for the star cruiser, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Like I can, I can book my own stuff. Like I yeah. don't, I don't need them to book stuff for me. You know, I yeah, just don't. exactly. So yeah. So I, I really don't need that. I can do my own stuff, but I, I would not pay extra for that at all. All right, so Beverly. <laughs> Listen, this is the least surprising thing I've read because I, I uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I completely expected this to come back. Like I, I Disney's basically confirmed through TikTok that that uh, Club Cool is going to have Beverly. I, this doesn't shock me at all. In fact, I think I like I said my theory on this whole thing is that they're going to have Coke freestyle machines and they're going to have all these cool flavors, but then they're also going to have opportunities for you to like customize it. So, what if you could have like a raspberry uh, Beverly? Would that make it different? Like, <laughs> give it a whole. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying, like give it some different kind of twist to it. I, I just feel like that's what they're going to go with. Those freestyle machines are so ubiquitous now. I just think that's what Club Cool is going to be. And you know they can still limit like you know the crazy flavors you can do with those machines, right? Like it doesn't always have all of the options for each soda. So like you know the melon flavored one, you're probably not going to be able to also throw in you know something else in there, <laughs> you know. But I could see like a Beverly. You could maybe have a lime Beverly. You could have a you know. Raspberry so, one, you're gonna orange. All, all the options for tasting awful soda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is <laughs> so, what I'm saying. I think it's a great idea. I hope they do it. Well, you know, technically nothing stopped you before either from mixing the different sodas together because you know, yeah, you know, even with freestyle machines, you could. I mean, if you really wanted to do that, but I, I think the whole point of Beverly was that you know, Beverly is, is kind of a meme in and of itself. Of course, it, it yeah. was it was the thing that you know. Oh, let's try all these great sodas, and then here's the trap, which is you know. Well, it's still going to be there. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Get your friends to try Beverly. I don't know if I feel the need to have like 
raspberry Beverly because at that point, you know, you're not like, I never tried Beverly for the sake of appreciating the flavor. It was for the sake of getting the reaction out of somebody. Oh, oh, of course. (laughs) Listen, I've, I, a friend of mine, that's a non Disney friend. I think I told the story before, right? He's a non Disney friend, but he knew we were down there and he was visiting one of my friends who was a cast member, uh, who was, you know, also one of my friends. So we like, we, we all went out together one night and um, he didn't know anything, right? He just was going to Epcot to, he wanted to drink around the world, right? So my one friend is a cast member, and then there's my wife and I, and then there's this friend that knows nothing. So we go to Club Cool, and I I say to him, like, oh, man, you got to try this one soda, man. It's legendary. Like, you got to try this Beverly, right? And so, <laughs> I, you know, and we convince, and my I look at my friend that's a cast member, and she, like, immediately knows what I'm doing, right? Of course yeah. she knows. And and she so she just goes, so she goes, oh, man, yeah, it's the best. Like, everybody loves, like, so she jumps in. She knows, like, she knows the game, right? So, yeah, so we get him there, and he drinks it, and just the look on his face was amazing, right? And that's what what you do these for, right? Is to is to get people with that stuff. And I still think you'll be able to do that, right? It's not going to ruin yeah. that. You can still get people with it. Yeah, but so, what, what I'm saying is that I don't need like twenty. You don't need to try it with different flavors, variations <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm just saying it might be fun to try that. You know, maybe it's good with one of those flavors in it. I I somehow doubt that. I mean, you know. Awful doesn't suddenly taste better when you add raspberry to it. <laughs> there are some people that like Beverly, though. Like, I mean, there are yeah. people that genuinely like drinking it. So, okay, well, <laughs> I'm not good, one of them. Good, I'm just saying the for people you. exist. They exist, <laughs> yeah. right? So, yeah. um, okay. Well, that's. I think that's probably enough. Of that I'm excited for that. I, I also had a thing in here too. I don't know if you saw this, but um, that Imagineer that shares everything on Instagram, like, I'm assuming he's authorized to do this because he does it all the time. The The floor of the new Club Cool is going to be made of, like, uh, broken, of uh, recycled um, the green uh, glass Coke bottles. So, like, oh. they're incorporating them into the floor, which I think is kind of cool. Hmm. That's kind of neat. Um, fun little design element. I didn't put it in here, but I, I read that and I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> so that that actually reminds me of um, they did something similar in Radiator Springs Racers. Um, so not um, not broken glass bottles, but there's actually a couple of the walls are actually made of bottles. So like, that's cool. Um, so yeah, it's you know it's, it's like green and brown and and all that kind yeah, yeah. of stuff. But yeah, it's it's a very cool effect because when you know when the light hits it, you get all kinds of of um, yeah different different visual stuff going on, right? Like it, it's it, it's cool that they're doing that one, you know, as a means of, of recycling. But also, yeah, it makes for a neat uh, a neat aesthetic that you don't see anywhere else. Exactly. And before anybody says anything, it's not like there's glass sticking out of this, right? They, they it's not like there's it's coated in resin and yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just part of the design. They incorporated it into the tiles. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just think that's kind of a neat design. Like it's one of those little details that, that you don't even expect, but like Imagineering does because it's what they do, right? Like no one's going to notice that. Like, you know, no one's but just going to look down and go, Oh, look, now. <laughs> yeah, they maybe they will now that we yeah. told them that they're, it's going to be there. But um, I don't do Instagram, but like if I did, I would follow this the Zach Ridley. I think is that's his name, right? Zach Ridley is a guy. He's he's like the one right? that posts all yeah. the stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, so I, I don't do Instagram either. So yeah, somebody will have to confirm that for us. <laughs> yeah, but that's the guy. Like he posts 
like previews of everything and and all sorts of cool stuff. I'm trying to find the article now so I can send it to you so you can see it. But um, it's it's uh it's pretty cool. I, I like it as an idea, and it's just uh you know again one of those neat details that you really kind of love about Disney that they do that you know nobody even would think to do. So yeah, let me see what's this guy's name. Zach Ridley, I was right. Ah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> look at me remembering things. All right. So, yeah. yeah. So I sent it to you to look at, but it's cool because it's like, it's basically it's got some of the blue pieces in. I mean, not blue pieces, like the green, like those green uh, bottles, uh, with like kind of into it. But again, mm-hmm. like it's not obvious. Like you wouldn't look at it and actually it, know. Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. This isn't anywhere near like the. Um... Yeah, the the yeah. it's very obvious in Radiator Springs Racers. This is very subtle for sure. Yeah, very subtle. Yeah, but it's a like I said, very cool. So anyway, what else do nice. we have? What else, uh, Trevor? The so Jungle Cruise. Yeah, I mean, so it's going to premiere on Disney Plus and in theaters on July thirtieth. Which that I'm that's excited. cool that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, so so they're the, now they're doing the hybrid launch on both Disney Plus and in theaters. Yeah, that's and nice. I notice I think this is the last one that's going to do the hybrid. I think after that, because I think they announced a couple of the Marvel ones later this year are just going to be theaters for well uh, to sucks. start off. Well, they they but they shorten the time from theaters to Disney Plus to like forty five days. So it used to be like way longer than that before stuff would come on streaming. Now it's going to be forty five days after premieres they show up on. Well, even, even I think that's too long. Like, like I get that they still want to push the theater thing and, and, you know, I'm, uh, Damon had to step away, but you know, I'm, I'm going to back him up on this because I know he would say this is, you know, I, I feel we're at a point where you can get as good as, if not a better experience at home than going to a theater. And I get that they want to push the theater thing, but you know, if they're offering it, if, if they're giving you the choice of, Disney plus or go to the theater, like give, give me that choice. Don't make me wait 45 days because you know, when, when they're advertising and hyping up around these movies, that's the time that I'm thinking about. And that's the time that I'll most likely, if I'm going to pay extra for it will be that time. If you wait a month and a half and then, Oh, Hey, yeah, it's available now on Disney plus by that point, I've already forgotten about it. Like, is is this one that you'll do on Premier Access that you'll pay for? Because I yeah. I haven't paid for any yet, but I'm gonna definitely pay for Black Widow when that comes out because I really want. I've been waiting to watch that movie for over a year now, right? So it's supposed mm-hmm. to come out last year, so I'll, I'll pay for that one. I, I I'm excited for this movie. At first, I was like, mm, I don't know what they're gonna do with Jungle Cruise in a movie, and then I watched the trailer and I was like, all right, I, I'm I'm excited for this. It looks kind of cool. I like The Rock. The Rock's cool. Yeah, I, um, you know, I yeah. yeah, I like Dwayne Johnson and I like Emily Blunt. So yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think we, we feel that, you know, it's the kind of movie that we could definitely enjoy. And, you know, for the, the 30 bucks or whatever, you know, it, it does translate to a movie night, right? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I, this is one that I don't have a problem paying for. So. Also, by the way, I was not inter- I was not interested in Corella at all. And then I watched a couple of tra- couple trailers and it looks kind of good. I mean, I'll wait to see what the reviews are, but. The trailers look good anyway, and so I, but I'm not going to pay for that one. I'm not. That's not yeah, what I need and, to see now. I'll watch it later. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. That, that I, I think it's you, you know it's getting. I mean, really, it was already there before. Is you know you you when you're going to a movie theater, you decide which movies you really want to see yeah. in the theater and which ones you want to wait to 
come out on DVD, right? Exactly. And yeah. and that's kind of what's happening now is, you know, you can decide, hey, I can either pay for premium access to watch it now or I can wait however long until it's just available on the platform. Exactly. And yeah, like I said, this, this is going to be one of those shows that I, I think we are going to sit down and, and watch it when it comes out. But uh, I'm conflicted on this one. I don't know if I feel like I need to watch it early or not. Like the Marvel movies are hard, right? Because you kind of want to watch it without a spoiler because they always have a thing that, that happens in that that's going to be all over the Internet that you don't want to, you know, spoil for yourself. And it's hard to avoid sometimes, you know? Yeah, I mean, I... I, I don't know. I I do a pretty good job of ignoring the big obvious places that yeah. spoilers get posted. So, and, and you know, maybe I I think of it as a good exercise. You know, if there is a movie I want to see, it actually trains you to stop. You know, going and reading social media and comments on YouTube right. and stuff because you know <laughs> that's the only way you can avoid it, which isn't a bad thing in my opinion. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, yeah. I'll i say this, though. Like, so Endgame had come out, like, right mm. around when my daughter was born. And, you know, early on, you know, when they're really little, we we didn't go anywhere for a while. You know, we, we, we didn't want to leave her with anybody, you know, when they're a baby like that, right? So yep. I couldn't really go and see it. And I remember I was on one Facebook group and, like, immediately saw, like, without even trying to. Like, I was just scrolling by and saw, like, the big death in that movie, right? Like... Without even, you know, and I'm just like, I wasn't even trying to, to, you know, avoid this, but I also wasn't trying to look for it either. And it just popped up in my screen before I could even do anything, you know? So it's just, it's hard, I think. Yeah. Especially no, with I, the Marvel stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I get that, but, uh, yeah. Even I, now, I don't even want to say, just spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But at this point, and, if you haven't seen Endgame, it's on you. But, <laughs> like, but that, that also goes back to my point about, you know, them going back to theater releases and then, you know, releasing it on the platform later is that, you know, having to make the choice to go to a movie theater, you know, yeah. again, right now, that's, that's completely off the table for, for starters. But, you know, even when things get back to normal, um, I don't, I'm not like, it has to be a really, really good movie for me to want to go to theaters. And I feel like they're kind of missing the boat if they don't, you know, if they didn't offer it on Disney plus, like, I feel that there's a whole market of people that would go for it without, you know, feeling the need to go to the theater. Like if, if I had the option to watch it day one on Disney plus at a premium, yeah, you know, fine. I'll, I'll do that before I'll go to the theater. Right. Yeah, I know. So, I, I would agree with that. Um, okay. Do or do we have anything? I don't think we need to go any more into Jungle Cruise. Um, no, uh, I've probably wh- had enough of that. Yeah. Why don't we? Uh, so you have a rumor on here that uh, Epcot, Epcot Forever may may return soon before Harmonious debuts. So they may go back to running Epcot Forever before, before they, they switch they over debut. to Harmonious. Yeah. Which I guess I, I thought that they were doing testing for Harmonious. They have been, yeah. They've been doing yeah. a lot of testing. Yeah, but I, I guess maybe. Oh yeah, okay. And so then they're saying, you know, if Epcot Forever does return, it's expected it'll be without the kites, due to the fact. I was going to say it's hard to run Epcot Forever because you had the uh, the boats going around the lagoon. Lagoon, yeah. The lagoon was wide open, and they could do that before. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, so so. It wouldn't really be the same show that they were running before everything got shut down. 
Yeah, that's definitely true. Like yeah. it, it would be, it would be very different. Uh, but I mean, if they just want to have a fireworks show, then sure. I mean, because it seems like Harmonious is either not ready to to go yet. I mean, they've been testing it, but it looks like a, you know, honestly, just from what I saw, Trevor, like in person, it looks like the biggest, most complicated show that they've ever put together for sure. Like not even close to anything else because just the way the those barges are set up and like i've seen some testing of like the the fountains and stuff like that it just looks like it's a beast right (laughs) i mean and and you know even if it is ready they probably don't want to debut it now they probably want to wait you know i I mean i i I assume that you know we wouldn't see it until around the 50th so yeah that's what i was thinking too yeah later this year which um I guess if if they got to a point where they were running fireworks shows regularly before then, I could see that. But th- this goes back to my point earlier about you know they're they're not until the the three foot distancing goes away, you're not going to see any fireworks shows. So yeah, you know I get the rumor that you know they're going to do this as a stopgap to get them to harmonious. But I think you know Disney may just approach it from the standpoint of you know we don't need to do anything and. I, I'm leaning towards, you know, th- this is, first of all, this is a rumor yeah. and I, I don't see it happening. I, I see them just, you know, not doing fireworks until they're ready to. I, I get that. I, I have also seen though, the sentiment from fans online already, as soon as they made the rule change for the distancing and the masks, the, the first thing I saw was like, okay, now bring back fireworks. I saw, I saw yeah. like five or six people, you know, so I, I think there's probably that sentimental among, amongst a lot of people now, whether Disney, you know, I think they care about that, but at, at the same time, they're going to do what they're going to do. Right. So, um, you know, you're, you could be right about that. I mean, if it, if they feel like they need them over the summer, like I would think that maybe, you know, the, one of the other things that came out of the Bob Chapek call the other day was he said that interest in attending the parks was almost at a pre pandemic level, which means a whole lot of people want to come now. Right. Of so course, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So with that, they're going to have to start doing some of that stuff. Right. Cause I, I feel like with some of these, you know, right now with the limited capacity and a lot of the things not being there, you're getting a lot of like the hardcore people, you know, the people that are huge Disney fans. I, I don't know how many people are doing their first trip during this time. I hope you wouldn't do it during this time. Cause it's, it's not the time to do it. You know, you're missing a lot of the things, but uh, you know, I, I think they're going to need that stuff at some point. If they, if they get themselves to, you know, whatever their capacity is, they're going to need to start doing that stuff. But I get your point too, until that distancing stuff goes away, they're not really going to be able to do this. I just think Epcot's the only the one place they really could do it just because of how big the World Showcase is. But again, with how large the barges are for Harmonious, and I mean, they are extraordinarily large, uh, you won't be able to see anything going on on the other side of the lagoon. Like, so, it, although, you know, that, that whole thing is kind of performed in like a couple different areas, so you can see it happening in a couple different areas. So you'd probably be okay, but it's just the viewing's not going to be as good. Well, but yeah, it's a circular viewing area. So yeah, like you said, no matter what you do, it doesn't, it's not going to like, yeah, you're, you're never going to be in the best spot. And, and I'm sure that they factored that into it. But like I said, going back to the whole, you know, will they do fireworks or not? And people chomping at the bit for it. I, sorry, I, I think that, you know, Disney's looking and going, you know, yeah, we would love to just start doing fireworks again. But until there's no distancing requirements, 
you, you know, because even even at Epcot, like I, I know what you're saying that you know they can spread people out around World Showcase. Unless you've got people there actually like managing crowds like that, it's not going to work. People will people will ball up. People will instantly forget social distancing because they just oh, yeah. want to get yeah. to the front of the you know get closest to the rail or you know people will just stop like like it happens all the time where people are just walking all of a sudden fireworks go off and they dead stop because you know ooh shiny oh, yeah. right like <laughs> well that's you know it's funny with all the changes yeah. to the parks the one thing that hasn't changed is people that have you know no awareness of their surroundings and just stop in the middle of a walkway when they're walking and the people that block exits and entrances uh you know like that all still was there yeah <laughs> like oh i i don't <laughs> doubt it i mean yeah but I tell you, like, the thing that drives me the craziest is when people, like, are just walking and then all of a sudden just stop. Just stop right where they are. And they're just like, oh, no, there's nobody behind you. No, why Why would there be? Or, right. you know, the people that just completely block an exit to something. Uh, you know, I, there were several times where there were people just completely blocking exits where no one could come out. And people were, like, building up because they couldn't come out. And then, you know, sometimes people just don't notice. It's stuff that drives me crazy. Uh, but, you know, I, I was hoping there'd be less of that with less capacity. But it was still there. It was all still there. You know, I, I guess one thought on that, it, like for me personally, if I just like went to a dead stop as I was walking, I would be terrified of somebody slamming into the back of me. Like, uh, I I don't get that because like that's to me, that's the worst thing. Like, like, you know, one have, you know, having somebody just run into you is, you know, for starters, uncomfortable. But then like, like, you know, if somebody is going fast enough, like you're going to get hurt. Like, why would you? Why would you invite that? I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. That's no, it's yeah. true. I, the one thing, the one thing that was different in that last trip, I didn't see like I wasn't getting uh, nicked by scooters and strollers as much as uh, in the past. You know, like getting hit in the ankles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was not happening as much. But yeah, no, I've never understood that either. I don't understand any of that behavior. It's like, how do you not realize you're blocking the whole exit to somewhere? Like, how do you just not yeah. like or at least one people, one person in the group go, hey, hey guys, we're blocking this whole exit. Let's move. Like, you know, well, usually, so yeah, if you have at least one person in the group that's aware of it, then that doesn't happen because they'll, you know, yeah, usher everybody off to the side, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap up. We're like yeah, at an hour let's, and a half here. So yeah. let's, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Okay. So, um, if you have any questions, comments, you know, want to share trip reports, anything like that, you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. We, you know, listener questions, uh, get onto the show through the email. And, you know, I, I always love hearing from people after the fact. They're like, I can't believe you, you read our questions. It's like, why wouldn't we? We, cause we love hearing we from always you guys. Do. So yeah, yeah. yeah, we always read questions. We try to exactly. anyway. I mean, like, yeah. listen, not every show, not every question gets on the show. And it's not always because the question is like not good or, you know, it's sometimes we just have too many questions or it's not, you know, relevant for that week or, you know, yeah, it's, there's, there's reasons, <laughs> but, but keep submitting them because yeah, you know, we, again, we love hearing from you guys. And even if we don't read them out on the show, we still love, you know, reading your questions. We'll try and respond back to them as well. If, if we feel that, you know, if you got some really important information that you want to get, you know, we try our best to, to help you guys out. Um, also to that end, if you don't want to email us, you can always find us on Facebook as welcome home podcast. Uh, and if you haven't joined it, make sure you look for the welcome home Disney waitlist. join our group that we've been talking about here through the, the show. Um, lots of great discussion there. And you may even find, uh, some things on there, like uh, a preview for the shirt that we're making. So, um, 
good reasons to be in the group because uh, it, it's it's where a lot of our community is. And, and again, we've got a lot of really great people in there. It's very civil, um, a good, positive Disney group to be in. So make sure you join it. Yeah, and we'll we'll have some. Uh, I I mean, I don't want to like you know do a tease here, but we do have some things coming up in the future here that we're gonna do. Uh, I'll just say we're gonna do a Patreon at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're working on some things. It, so yeah, yeah, you know, as as usual, you know, things don't happen instantaneously with us. We will, yeah, um, we will figure out when the right time is for these things to to happen. <laughs> well, and the Patreon's probably gonna include some more access to us uh, in some different ways, you know, through like Discord and stuff like that. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna do some things. So uh, yeah, we're we, we're we, testing we, things. So keep an yeah. eye out. Yeah. Yeah, when we get around to them. Just, I'm just kidding. Exactly. It's, no, we are, we are going to do this stuff at some point. And, you know, honestly, the only reason we want to do it is to grow the show even more. And, and you know, we posted something in the Facebook group about this. And I, I couldn't believe, Trevor, how many people were just like, I just want to, like, give you guys some money just because I've listened to you so often. And I just want to give back. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. Like, I, I, I love that. And I feel so nice. But, like, anything that we get from Patreon is going to go back into the show anyway. We don't, yeah. like, you know, line our pockets with anything. So exactly. we... we yeah exactly we we don't we don't get paid to do this we we just put everything back into the show and trying to grow and try to make it better so um so we we appreciate you know all you guys and you know for for wanting to participate in such a thing so we've been talking about it for a long time it's just you know something we're gonna yeah so get around so like i said we're we're not there yet but you know stay tuned and yeah if, if you want to stay up to date on stuff um you know, like i said the the facebook group is the best way right now um obviously that may change as time goes on but that is the place for now and uh i will continue to mention that we have a youtube channel and an instagram so the youtube channel is welcome home podcast again as we uh it, it's still hard right now I, I know you didn't get a chance to post any youtube stuff on your trip but you know as we get back more to normal again there will be more stuff on there same thing with instagram is you know obviously you know you, you had a lot of great instagram stuff on uh, on your trip tom yeah um, make sure you guys follow us there. Um, Instagram is called Welcome Home Picks, so uh, make sure you guys check that out. And last but not least, if you guys want some merchandise, so you know, talking about giving back to the show, um, you know, t-shirts, mugs, masks, all that kind of stuff, you can get that on store.welcomehomepodcast.com. And which may move at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but for now that that's where everything is. And well, it, that one should always be good. We'll just redirect yeah. store to go somewhere else, but we it, might have a different provider at some point. Exactly. And, and it's, yeah. So th this is all, you know, we, we've been talking about this haunted river country shirt. Um, all this is factory into that. So, so you, you may see the store change. So, you know, if, if you guys have checked out the store, it may be good to, to go back and check it out again in the future. We'll of course let you guys know when uh, when we've uh, got some updated info on that. But by the way, too, we we've seen a lot of people comment like, "Please make sure you have you know smalls or women's you know sizes or you know women's styles or uh, you know XXXL." We're gonna do this through a uh, you know either through like Amazon uh, who does you know shirts or or through like a Redbubble, so they're gonna have you know stock of all that stuff. It's not something we're gonna print ourselves and send out yeah. to you guys just because it, it's it's a lot more difficult to do that. Obviously, a lot more time consuming, and plus, like you you know like you guys are talking about, you're worried about us having enough of each stock size. Like it, it makes more sense to do it print on demand, and that way we make sure we have enough of every size. So every size should be able to be accommodated with what we're gonna do, and and every you know there'll be different styles. You can get sweatshirts. It's all that fun stuff. So, yeah, exactly. So, 
Um, like we said, keep keep an eye out for that coming hopefully soon. Um, it, it's it is all working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's all working in the background. So um, yeah, we'll we'll let you guys know as soon as it's there. And just a reminder, if you guys are, uh, you know, if you have an iTunes account or, you know, really anywhere that you can leave reviews, make sure you leave us a review because, um, we can see those reviews. We, we do like getting the feedback from you guys. Um, it's, it's just good that, uh, you know, it, it helps us get better. It helps other people find the podcast as well because the reviews do, do affect search results. So, uh, make sure you guys leave us a review if you've got the time to do so. Yeah, and of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app. Uh, you can find us. Just search for uh, Welcome Home. Look for the one that says Disney and DVC. That, that would be us. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own, so please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talk about today. Huge thank you for to uh, DVC Rental Store uh, for sponsoring this episode. We really appreciate it. Please check them out if you want to rent your points out or if you want to rent points. Um, so join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and, of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is not.